0: Hey guys, welcome to the first intentional episode of 2023, Sunday, which was January 1st. I did put up what was supposed to be the last episode of 2022. I just was a day late. Um, And so in this episode, what we're going to do is we're going to celebrate what God did in 2022. Just briefly, I'm going to hit some major milestones that we crossed, share with you my heart um, in those things. And then I'm going to share with you the word for 2023. This will probably be a briefer episode, but I just get excited when I listen in for the word that the Lord has decreed over the next season because if it's a word for me, it's often a word for many of you. So we're going to dive right in and in the life hacks, I'm going to share with you about um, something that you can do going into the new year to make it really meaningful. So by next new year, you'll have a really exciting, invigorating way to look back and celebrate all that God has done. Okay, let's jump in. Hi, you're listening to Java with Jen with your host, Jenna Lee Samuel. On this show, I bring the simplicity of hearing God's voice into everyday life in a no-nonsense, authentic, and super practical way. With coffee in hand and real life in our faces, let's do this. excited for 2023. I know, I say it every year. This year, I'm really excited. And I'm going to share with you in this episode, why I am particularly invigorated for this year. But firstly, as we jump in, I wanted to share with you guys some of the milestones that we hit in 2023, or 22. Okay. Um. First of all, We crossed 32,000 downloads, which is amazing. The average podcaster never even gets close to that. And so this last year, I think I had, when I had set goals before, my my goal was to cross 30,000 and we crossed 32. So way to go us, God has been gracious. And you guys have been sharing, so thank you. (laughs) Um, Also, we have 212 reviews on the podcast, Apple Podcast app, which is incredible. Um, And then we have Sorry, 212 ratings. And then we have a solid five star rating. Solid. And so that's just, that blesses my heart that you guys think enough of this show to give me a five star rating. And I want you to know when your reviews come in, they bless my heart. That is my paycheck. I need you to know that. That is my paycheck. So, If you guys ever take the time to leave a review, I read every single one of them. When you leave a five-star rating, that tells everybody else that this is a show worth listening to. So thank you. Um, Also, we are heard in 75 countries now. Last time I set goals for the show, my goal was to hit 75 countries. And that is where we're at. So my next goal is to hit 90 countries because there are, what, 237 countries in the world, I think. And so, let's get to 90. That sounds like a great next step. Um, my Patreon sponsors uh, have increased the giving by 160%. For those of you who don't know what that is, Patreon is a platform where I have a membership. It basically gives you the ability to consistently... A monthly give to the show to buy me a coffee is what I like to call it but really the finances that come in through there help me cover marketing expenses when I'm able to do that um, they have helped with sponsoring the child that we have with it's kind of sponsored in partnership with the podcast uh, through Compassion International so there are some months I think a couple maybe three months this year The sponsorships covered that entirely, Um, and it goes to cover when I needed to print a huge banner because I traveled, which was another milestone. In September, I traveled to speak at a women's conference, and I needed to create a huge stand-up banner. Those suckers are not cheap, and so my sponsorships covered that. So when you guys are giving monthly, it helps me cover the expenses that come with running the show and taking the show seriously. Yeah, that was one of the other milestones, printed a seven foot banner, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Uh, if you're on my email list, you have probably seen it because I believe I sent a photo in an email. But that sucker is taller than me. And at first when I got it, and I, I pulled it out and Hannah stood next to it. And I was like, dang, this banner is so big. I was like, I don't know how I feel seeing my face that large. But it's, it's literally probably as big as I am in real life on this banner. So it just made me feel really official. You know, it felt fancy. And it looked great next to my booth. Uh, when I went to Phoenix, that was another huge milestone. I was invited to go speak at um, a women's discipleship event in Phoenix with a friend of mine who is the podcast host for the Journey of Ruth podcast and her name is Courtney and I helped her actually start her podcast and it was just a blessing. It was so energizing. One of the young ladies that was there after I got done speaking about who should make disciples um, and who we should be discipling She came to the booth and she told me that she had been playing with the idea of starting a small group at her high school campus. She goes to a public campus, public school, and she was really, hadn't bit the bullet to do it yet because she was really nervous that nobody would come. And she said, after listening to me speak about our responsibility to just be faithful and trust the Lord with the rest. She said she finally felt confident that she should just step out in obedience, do what she feels the Lord asking her to do, and trust Him to bring the people to her that need to be there. And it just made my heart so thrilled that what I got up and shared gave her the courage, by the grace of the Holy Spirit, to take action and step out to disciple other people at her school. Man, I was so pumped. When I was in high school, I had a small group and I invited people from school. I think I had 25 salvations and over 100 to 150 students that came through my small groups during my high school years. And so it was such a blessing for me to hear her say that. And I was able to share some of my story with her those are, those are just a few of the highlights for me. Um, there have been other highlights throughout the year. Uh, one of my actual sponsors, um, she became a sponsor a couple years ago maybe. She would sent me a message that her brother-in-law, uh, his marriage was on the rocks, and he had listened to one of my marriage episodes from, I think, season three, and that it really challenged him, or maybe it was the sister-in-law. I don't know, one of them she'd been praying for. Long story short, they connected with the couple that I interviewed for the marriage episode. They got some healing in their marriage, and it was literally at the door of divorce and instead he got saved or or rededicated his life to the Lord and they got a lot of healing in their marriage and they're still married and she said now he and his wife are actively passionately um, pursuing Jesus, serving the Lord, serving in their church like they've had a total transformation. She sent me his photo and said, I want you to see this is the face of the man whose life was drastically impacted through that podcast episode. And um, oh guys, that's just like, oh, that's why I do this. I was so grateful to hear that. Um, and so I just want to say thank you to you guys for listening. Spotify gives like a wrapped summary at the end of the year. and it said that we are in the top 15% of podcasts in the world that are um, shared. So like as far as sharing is considered, We're in the top 15% of podcasts that are shared um, via friends, just sending it to people or whatever in the world. And so take all the podcasts around the world. There's probably millions of them by now. We're in the top 15% because of how often people share our episodes. So thank you. um, Along those lines, on Apple Podcasts, which is the largest listening platform for podcasts, in at least the US, I'm not sure if it's the world, but at least the US, um, we have been, Java with Jen has been in the top 4% of podcasts on that platform, as far as like listens, that's how they gauge it, is who's listening. So we've been in the top 4% of all Apple podcasts since the summer. And that to me is like one of the most encouraging milestones. With that, I would love this next year, I would love to hit the top 3%. Um, eventually I would love to have a top 10 podcast. That's my goal. I want to be a top 10 podcast. And so we're well on our way with all of that said, um, I want to share my heart briefly about how seriously I want to take my podcast beyond what I have. So eventually I need to get my show on YouTube. And I'm working on this. I'm trying to get one of my sons to help me with the editing and stuff to get some shorts on there. I sat on an airplane with a gentleman. It was really kind of cool. When I flew to Phoenix in September, um, I asked the Lord as I was getting on the plane. I said, Lord, should I be uh, listening for any instructions from you about who I'm going to sit with or who I need to sit next to you or whatever? And the Lord said to my heart, he said, you're going to sit next to somebody really cool. And I was like, "Huh." okay, that's kind of fun. (laughs) Haven't heard you say that about somebody before. And so I sat next to this gentleman, his name was Juan, and he, it was just fabulous. But one thing he did is when I said I'm a podcaster, he went and opened YouTube to try to look for me. And I was like, oh, I'm actually not on YouTube yet. I'm just on listening platforms. And he looked at me and he goes, listen, generally, I know a lot of people that have that are famous on TikTok, YouTube, whatever. He said I know a lot of people. He said, you need to get on YouTube. And so I have known for a couple years that I need to get there um, simply because it puts the podcast in front of more people. And I just don't currently have the time or the resources to do that because I still have to work a job <laughs> because I don't actually make a living from doing the podcast. It is my dream to be able to go full-time with my podcast. That would be a goal of mine, where I don't have to work a job on the side. Um, I only work two days a week at the church, but I would, when I wake up in the mornings and it's a day that I'm able to stay home and work on the podcast or work on my business, I get so excited. When it's a day I have to wake up and go to the church to work, I get so sad. (laughs) Not because it's a bad place to work, but just because my heart is here working on my podcast. And so the way I can accomplish that is through my Patreon patrons. And so if you've been a listener to the show, my patrons have actually been sponsoring my show, most of them for at least a year and a half, some of them up to three years. That's like the whole length of the show. If you've been listening for a while, would you consider sponsoring the show on a regular basis? It doesn't have to be a ton. Five bucks does wonders. Most of my sponsors give, uh, they give anywhere between 15 and $50 a month, but really whatever is something that's doable is helpful. And my goal would be able to be able to quit my part-time job and just focus on doing my podcast. And now that I've said that on my podcast, I hope people here at home don't start rumors, journalists quitting any day. You know, I, I will always wrap up the things that need to be wrapped up before I ever leave one season but that's my goal. I would love to do that. So consider, sorry, I'm dragging this out. Consider the Patreon sponsorships. Now, Here's what comes with that as far as benefits. I've been brainstorming ways to really bless my sponsors. And from time to time, I'll send them a, a handwritten thank you note or I'll um, shout them out on social media or I'll send them a little gift. But I also am going to be creating resources, which again comes down to time and availability to do this. But the resources I have created, such as my New Year's planner, or if I do some kind of special devotional or work worksheet or anything that's that I feel like is of value, If it's something I could sell, I will actually give it to my patrons for free as part of their membership as a thank you because I want to continue to bless them because they're putting so much into the show. I also have really pretty tight relationships with them because I know who they are. I see their faces. I write them thank you notes. I pray for my patrons on a consistent basis because they're invested in me. Many of them have called me Actually, all of them at different times have called and, and we've talked through some deep, intense stuff. I've prayed with them on the phone. You know, we just have a whole different level of relationship because I just love the, the friendship that has come out of that. I just want to put that in front of you, let you guys know it's an option. If you would like to do that, um, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Backslash Java with Jen. I'll put the link down in the show notes. Or if you want to do a one-time donation, maybe you can't do monthly or regular, and you want to just throw throw an offering through Cash App. That is something you can do. People have done that before, and that's a blessing as well. My Cash App handle is Java with Jen. So that's everything. Twenty twenty-two. I'm I'm pretty pumped. I'm grateful. So as we look forward into 2023, every year, I like to ask the Lord, God, what is your word for my next year? What is the word that I can hold on to that you want to fulfill in my year? And the word he kept giving me is recompense, (laughs) which is like, yeah, it's not exactly an everyday word. And recompense actually means to pay back. Last year, my word was restore. And I Before I dive into recompense, I want to dive a little bit into that word restore. Restore, you guys, I've shared with you all before. If you missed it, it was in January of 2022. It's titled restore, and it was the word for 2022. And and the Lord spoke that to me at a really meaningful moment when I was feeling very broken. 2022, I didn't know was going to be kind of the dark night of my soul, but also my redemption. I felt very broken heading into 2022 just because of some personal battles and relationships that were taking their toll. I remember pleading with the Lord. I said, God, if you would just repair me, I feel really broken. Would you please just repair me? And the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, "Gently, I will not repair you. I will restore you. And res- repair means to just make usable again. But restore means to restore something to original design even with upgrades. How much is that the way God does stuff, right? He's like, no, I'm not gonna make it just good enough. I'm a God of abundance. I'm gonna give you more than enough. I'm gonna do it even better. Plan B is never actually plan B with God. Plan B is oftentimes better than plan A in the kingdom of God. So this year, that became the word. And so many times I would think to myself in moments of my healing and moments of my journeying and moments of my struggling, I would say, Lord, you promised to restore me. I want to see you restore me. There came a point in the year where I just grew tired of the battle that I had been in for a few years. and Because I could feel that it was more than just emotional. I felt like there was more to it. But I couldn't see where it was coming from. Couldn't see what made it up. And and I, I couldn't see how to deal with it. And so I just said to the Lord, I said, Lord, you said you would restore me. I still feel a little fragmented. I feel better than I did at the beginning of the year, but I still don't feel like myself yet. And I said, I need you to show me what is at the root of this battle that I have been in for two to three years. I need to know what is at the root so I can lay the axe of the word of God at the root of this tree and be done with this battle. Over the next few days, this dream that my husband had had three and a half years prior, the dream kept coming up in my imagination. It kept coming up, coming up, coming up. It was on my mind, kind of plaguing me. And then I finally put two and two together. Oh my gosh, that is what was at the bottom of this battle I've been in. I I saw that that was the Lord responding to my prayer because this dream he had, I'll give you the short version, was basically that I was being attacked by a messenger of Satan. It was bringing an attack against me because it was trying to Um, take me out so that it could invalidate the ministry that's on my husband and I's life. And in that dream, the enemy that was sent against me, it was a, it was a bobcat that it, it bit me and it injured me. And, but my husband eventually was able to fight it off. And so when he shared that dream with me, I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. It bit me. That's a problem. That means I might actually go through something. Well, somewhere around there was when I started wrestling in this season which i thought was just the result of a broken soul i thought it was because i'd been in some very difficult things for a very long time and it was just taking its toll so when the lord showed me that fast forward this year i said then lord i'm determined that this is over I don't know if that's how this works that I can just decide that it's over, but I'm deciding that it's over. I'm done living in this battle. I'm done fighting this battle. I'm done being buffeted. I'm done being sabotaged and taken advantage of by the enemy. I am done. And so I released a few scriptures. I took authority of a situation. I said, it needs to be done now because I'm done with this. I then asked the Lord, but I don't know Lord, if that's how, how it works. So can you just give me a confirmation if that's actually done? <laughs> and so we, we, traveled to Phoenix, very next day or a couple days later, there was one morning that we woke up and we were in our Airbnb. And I woke up and I was hearing that old school song that we all know from when we were younger, that I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. That's I remember what movie that was from Mighty Ducks or I don't know something. Anyways, I heard that song was playing over and over in my head. And I was like, why is this song playing in my head? I've not seen this movie or heard this song in a long time. And so as I was I was like, I wonder if the Lord's trying to speak something to me. And then there was a song that came on that my husband was listening to by Jason Upton called Fly. And in it it's people it's it's a famous song because angels were singing. Uh, during the worship set, angels were singing and it was caught on the recording. And so you can hear the angels' voices singing with him. It's very ethereal. And um, But one of the lines in that song, I could hear the background music, but I tuned into it right as he was saying this line. And in this line, he said, Some of you have been in a battle, a very long battle, but your battle is over, and the Lord is saying, All you need to do now is fly. And when I heard that, it struck my spirit. Mostly because I had also already just heard in my spirit, I believe I can fly. And so I was like, Lord, what are you speaking over my life right now? And so I took it in and just kind of pondered it in my heart. And I said, okay, Lord, can you bring further confirmation that's more clear? So then we go to the service that day. And there is an old friend that's there. And she's very familiar with a lot of ministers and stuff. And I saw her, she asked how I was doing because she had kind of known about my struggle. And I told her about the dream and what I felt like the Lord was kind of speaking. And she goes, generally, I really feel like these three years of battle that you've been in are about the forging of the anointing that is on your life. And she named the specific anointing that sits on my life. And she said, I believe it's about that specific anointing being formed in you. And I said, why would you say that? And she said, Because everyone that I know that carries that specific mantling goes through what you have just described. And it's a very alone, personal, dark, you feel like you're fighting for your destiny kind of struggle. And I said, yes, that's exactly what it has been. And she said, okay, I believe it is because it has been forming the anointing on your life. And I was like, huh. And it resonated in my spirit as truth, but it, To be honest, in my heart, I was like, that feels a little presumptuous to say, hey, these last three years that I have felt like a hot mess are not because of me and all my drama and my issues. It's because of the anointing on my life. You know, so it felt a little presumptuous. So I was like, Lord, if there's credibility to what she's saying, if she's on the right track, if that could be true, here's my fleece. And I gave the Lord a very specific fleece. There was a a woman minister at the service, at the event, who She was not preaching. She was just there attending. But I recognized her and she carries a very similar or, or identical even mantling to what mine is. And so I said, Lord, I want her to come lay hands on my head and pray over me in the altar if that is true. And sure enough, that pastor, she was not preaching that service. And the altar call was not even for anyone but senior pastors. And we're not senior pastors. And so there was no reason I should have been in the altar. And there's no reason she should have been praying for me. And I did that on purpose because I wanted the Lord to have to jump a couple hurdles to give me my fleece. And so sure enough, I end up in the altar for a secondary altar call. And the speaker came and prayed for me. And when he prayed for me, I felt like lightning bolts went through my body. And it just dropped me to the floor. It was powerful. I don't. I didn't have a vision or anything profound that I can speak to. But in my spirit, I knew the Lord was doing something. And um, it was just a powerful moment. And so I stood up again. And I was worshiping some more. And then I opened my eyes. And here comes that woman that was part of my fleece. She comes at me, hands extended. She plants her hands right on my head and man, bolts of lightning shoot through me again. And I fell to the floor and I just felt something break off of my life. And it was just so powerful and such a comfort to my soul because the Lord was like, I see you. This battle has had a purpose and this battle is about your future. So that was just a really powerful moment. And then in the next, the next day, it was her turn to preach. And so she was up preaching. And as I was watching her preach, I was like, man, something about the way she teaches, the way she processes the word, the way she prophesies, the way she looks at the prophetic. I was like, I feel like I'm seeing myself in 10 years preaching right now. I feel like I'm watching myself. It was a weird, a weird moment. Um, and it was just in my heart. I didn't share it with Stephen. I just felt it in my heart. And so I was like, interesting. So worship ministry call comes at the end and Stephen slips off and then he comes back like 20 minutes later. I was like, where did you go? And he comes back, he's got books in his hands. And so he said, here, I got these for you. And I looked and they were her books and there were three of her books. And I said, what are these for? And he said, well, when I was watching her preach, I just kept thinking to myself, man, I feel like I'm watching Jen in 10 years. I feel like I'm watching Jen in 10 years. And he said, so I felt like I needed to get some of her books to give to you to just kind of invest in that. And y'all don't even realize that touched on a number of layers because, and for him to even say that and acknowledge with so much belief that, hey, I recognize that's, that's the anointing on your life. I've always known it, but hearing it from my husband's mouth was healing on a really deep level deep level. And so that was just like the icing on the cake. Not only did the Lord break me out of that place I had lived in for three and a half years, he gave purpose to it by telling me why I was in that place and that it wasn't just me being a giant screw up. (laughs) And then he, and then he had just the icing on the cake brought my husband along to affirm and to validate and to invest into what he saw in my life. And so it was so full circle and when I came home from that trip, I finally, for the first time in three and a half years, felt like myself. And the, the beautiful thing of it is I'm from Phoenix. And so it all happened in Phoenix, in my hometown, where I graduated from high school. And so it was like on the soil where my spirit was born. You know, where my the giftings on my life and the call of God on my life began and were born and were formed and so I've I found myself again on the soil where I came from it just was like all these little tiny kisses from the Lord and the whole thing so that I wanted to share that with you guys because I shared at the beginning of the year about the word restore over my life and the Lord has been faithful to honor that word and I'm grateful that even though it came towards the end of the year that he gave me that moment of breakthrough. It was in the fall, he honored his word and I reminded him of his word and I challenged him to keep his word. And, and I challenged the season that I was in and I fought for it as well, but he was so faithful. So I say that to you. Because I want you to see there is something powerful about getting a word from the Lord for your year and bringing it before him and holding on to it. I do it for every season change. When I was pregnant, I did it for my pregnancies. I've done it for my kids. I've done it for new fresh seasons, whether it's a birthday or a new year or whatever. And the irony, you guys, I read to you how Lana Vazer, a prophetess out of um, Australia, last year she had a word, for the year, and her year, her word was restore. And there was a number of prophets whose word for 2022 was restore. And so I knew I was on a wavelength that was not just for me. And that's part of why I shared it on the podcast because I knew it wasn't relevant just to me. And I'm already seeing that already with this word recompense. That is not a word that is in my vocabulary, people. (laughs) So when the Lord gave me that for this year, I was like, okay, it kept coming up, kept coming up in my spirit. Well, since I decided that's my word for the year, since then, I have heard a number of other prophets say the word for the year is recompense or some form of payback. Sure enough, Lana Vosser posted this word the other day and I wanted to share it with you. It's called Time is Being Redeemed. She says, I've had a burden on my heart for those who have felt like so much time in their life has been wasted in waiting. Years and decades have gone past without the manifestation of God's promises in some long-awaited areas and the glorious joy of breakthrough. I sensed the Lord saying that nothing is lost. No time has really been lost because he's now redeeming that time that has felt lost. This year, I had one of the most profound encounters of my life where I began, or where I heard the Lord thunder, begin again, big words. I knew he was speaking over seasons and speaking to time. And in that moment, The realization that time is but a resource to him and time bows to him surrounded me so strongly. Listen to this. When he thundered, begin again. He was thundering that all that had been lost, stolen or hindered in the spirit, he was redeeming time and it was beginning again, bringing forth supernatural, watch this, restoration, last year's word, recompense, this year's word, And fulfillment, another word I've heard for this year, of that which he has spoken and promised. The years of pain, anguish, despair, hopelessness, disappointment, and waiting, he is redeeming. He is making up for what many have felt has been lost time, more than ever, more than before will explode into the lives of his people as they wait on him. More will be done in his redemption and restoration than was seemingly lost in what has been for some decades of waiting. For me, the journey I was on, it had been decades. He's doing and restoring more than ever before to those who have felt they have lived in years of loss. Have you lived in years of loss? This word is for you. Many who have felt the best years of their life are over are about to move into the best years of their life As they wait on and delight in him. Inheritances lost will be doubled. Hearts broken will be mended, made whole, and filled with more joy and peace than ever before. Promises for restoration of broken marriages from decades of hurt will be healed. Financial ruin through the enemy's attacks and stealing will be turned. To see those as some of the most generous givers in the kingdom. We as the people of God have stepped into one of the greatest seasons where the banner he has raised declares restored. I like to read her words because she and I are on the same wavelength. Whatever it is, I feel like every time she posts a word, she's reading my mail and it just encourages me so much. So I wanted to share that because it resonates with what's in my heart. So my word for this year is recompense. Oh, by the way, that word from Lana, I will also put in the show notes so you can look it up and read it or save it if you'd like or share it. Recompense means payback in full or a return for something suffered. Basically, when someone has hurt you and they have to pay you back and make it right, that is recompense. Well, guess what? The devil is a thief. And he will get away with stealing from you if you allow him to get away with it. I have a core value. (laughs) I don't let the devil get away with stealing from me. When I identify he has stolen from me, I put the pressure on and I make him pay me back. The Lord has spoken to me when I was at that retreat, when all these things were being broken off. The last altar call that I went down for, the Lord spoke to me and said, Gently, all the promises over your life will be the bounty or the spoils of war in this next season. Meaning all this battle and this hell I have fought, which I was in three years of the dark night of my soul, but that was the cumulative effect of about 18 years of of some hell. And so the promises, the spoils of war, I personally have been in a long war. I know many of you have been in a long war, a long battle fighting for relationships, fighting for finances, fighting for different things if this is the year of recompense, he said, not if, because it is, he said, I want you to make a list of every way that the enemy has to pay you back. And I want you to hang it where you can see it. And so I actually added to that new year's planner that I've been talking about. I'm going to again, link that in the show notes. Um, I added to that planner to include a page where you can write down um, decrees for your year and ways the devil needs to pay you back. And you can fill both of those out and it's all on one sheet. So you can hang it in your bathroom or on your kitchen, uh, fridge or whatever. That way you can keep it in front of you and decree it constantly. Every time you see it, say it out loud. So we're going to make a list of how the devil has stolen and how he needs to pay back. And that includes time. Guys, God created time. He lives outside of time. Time serves him. Just like she said in that word, it bends to him. God is the king of time. And he says that he will restore what the locusts have eaten. He is the the only one who can redeem time. He's the only one. And good news is you serve the only one who can redeem time. And so any area of your life where you feel like you've lost time, put that on the list. Anywhere where you've lost peace, put it on the list. Anywhere where you've lost relationships, lost finances, had physical health issues develop because of these issues, write it all down. There was another gentleman on Instagram who someone sent me this video And he said, he said, this is the year that the Lord has said, it is the year of the fulfillment of all the promises that God has spoken over your life. And it's interesting, Lana, those three words was restoration, recompense and fulfillment. And the Lord spoke to me. This next season, your your spoils, your bounty will be the promises that I've released over your life. And so this is a year about calling in the harvest and the rewards that God has released and spoken over your life. The word, the tongue, has the power of life and death. We learned that in the last episode. Your tongue has power. What comes out of your tongue is important. That your tongue is anointed just like God's tongue was anointed to create the world Your tongue is anointed to create realities. Your words create worlds. And so you need to use your words to declare over your year that this is the year of recompense. This is the year the devil pays you back. This is the year that your time that has been lost is redeemed. This is the year your children who have fallen away from the Lord come back to serve the Lord. This is the year that your broken marriage is restored. This is the year fill in the blank. Okay, so if you're finding yourself resonating with this, one practical thing that you can do is download that New Year's Planner that I made. I'm hitting on it because it's it's really so practical and I finished it a couple of days ago and it was so flippin' energizing. It was so helpful. It is a really great tool. It's one I built for myself, so it works for me, but the feedback I've gotten from lots of people is that they love it, that it was very satisfying, very energizing. It's free, so you don't even have to pay for it. Go download it. Um, and in it, There is, again, like I said, the page to write out how the enemy must pay you back, decrees over your year, write down the promises that God has for you. And I would encourage you even maybe make a vision board. I've never made a vision board before, but it has literally been on my heart to do. And so I actually bought a vision board book off of Amazon, has a bunch of cool, pretty pictures in it and quotes and stuff. That way, you don't have to go buy a thousand magazines. I just cut out the ones that felt relevant and created a vision board and it hangs above my desk for this year. And it's a visual reminder for me to decree those things that the pictures remind me of. That is your episode for today. It's 40 minutes. We should just know better when I say it's going to be short. I'm lying. I'm just lying. I just... I just love to lie about it, apparently. I love you guys. <laughs> I'm going to go back and edit it and try to pull out some bits. Actually, Okay, so here's a really simple little life hack that I'm actually going to do this year. I've done a version of it before, but wasn't really very diligent about it. But you can create a box or a jar or whatever. That becomes your gratitude jar or your what God did this year jar. However you want to label it. I don't know. Tell me if you guys come up with like cute little names for it. Message me on Instagram or something because I want to know how you're going to do that. And just have, you can pull the kids in on this too. Anytime you see the Lord do a thing for you. Do a great thing. There's a breakthrough. There's a miracle. There's um, something you've been praying for. Just a milestone like Judah gets his license or uh, so and so won a, or scored his first goal in that game, you know, or so-and-so scored six three-pointers. That was amazing. Write it down. The stuff that's relevant to the kids, relevant to you, write it down. The stuff you're going to celebrate at the end of the year, you do it once a week, maybe on Sundays after church or whatever. If you have family Bible time, do it during family Bible time. Um, but it's just a beautiful way to train the, the kids to watch for what God is doing to watch for God's favor, watch for God's blessings, and then to, to focus our energy into celebrating those. Celebrate it in the moment, and then at the end of the year, when you come up on December 31st, you can sit down and go through it and talk about everything that God did. And it's so beautiful. I think something I want to do next year as well I'd like to create a photo book that celebrates all of our milestones of the year, just as like a true altar of remembrance, a photo book, and something that you can look at and reminisce and remember these meaningful, meaningful ways that God showed up. Imagine if David and Goliath, if David could have made a little photo book about like, hey, I killed a lion today. I killed a bear today. I rescued a lamb today. I slayed a giant today. (laughs) You know, I mean we have the Bible. (laughs) That's basically it. So that's your life hack of how you build an altar of remembrance. You can do that with a jar, a book. If you have some other way that you already do that or that you think of a really unique idea, please share it with me. I would love to put that in the life hack section or even make a reel about it. In fact, if you make a reel about that on Instagram, add me as a collaborator. And if it's like relevant and I can can throw it on my deal, um, I would love to throw it on my Instagram so people can see what you guys are coming up with that's relevant to the episodes that they're listening to. With that, I wanna pray a prayer over you guys to just go into 23, a prayer of blessing. I know this is going to be a wonderful year, and I'm just so excited for what God has in store. Father, I thank you so much for my listeners. And Father, I just release a blessing over my listeners. First, we thank you, Lord, that you are the faithful promiser and you are faithful to your promises they are good. They are yes and amen. We add our yes by, by releasing those promises back to you and reminding you of those promises and saying, yes, I believe that your promise for 2022 was to restore me and you did it. And now I say amen because you did it. And so father, we add our yes to the word recompense for this year. We say, yes, this is the year that Satan must pay back what he has stolen. He must make amends for the past pain he brought and the evil he brought Lord that people who have have injuries or sicknesses in their bodies Lord we just speak that he must pay back sevenfold I forgot to share that scripture Proverbs 6:31 that the thief must pay back sevenfold what he has stolen. And Father over finances, that the enemy must pay back where there was financial loss, businesses that were closed. Father, I ask that you would create uh, business ideas and business connections to restore what was lost in these last in this last year or years prior. Father, marriages that have been broken. I just speak that this is the year of healing and the year that they fall in love with each other and that those those things that have been used to aggravate would be broken and that they would be softened to one another. For children who've gone astray and are not following your voice, Father, we call them back into the place of where they belong. We call them into their identity as sons of God. We call them into that place of destiny that they were built for. Father, built to walk with you before the foundations of the world. They were destined to walk with you. And so we call them and we call their spirits into remembrance that that is who they are. And that was what they were created for is to walk in fellowship with you. Father, I just release the blessing of 2023 over my listeners. Peace on all sides. Payback that the enemy will pay back sevenfold. And Father, I release a blessing even over the podcast that you will bring partners to my podcast that will help push it forward and it will help it succeed. That they will be uh, trustworthy, golden connections like Boaz's that would Be a blessing to the show and put the show in front of more people so people can have more transformations. People that will have testimonials like this that are touched by the show and by learning to hear your voice. Father, we love you. Thank you that you are faithful to your word. Bless my listeners and my patrons in Jesus' name. Sorry, I get carried away. I love to pray. Okay, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Share this episode with anybody that you know that is gonna be encouraged with this word for 2023. And tell me on social media, throw out a message, um, make a post and tag me in it. Show me what you're doing to celebrate 2023, to commemorate last year, to make a vision board, a remembrance jar, any of those things we talked about. Don't forget in the notes below, You can go get that word from Lana Vosser. I'll put the link there. You can get the downloadable planner. Oh, Patreon. I'll put the Patreon link down there. That's what it was. So if you want to become a monthly sponsor of the show and help us get this show in front of more people via YouTube and me hiring some help, you can be part of that solution. So... Love you guys. Welcome to 2023. Stay tuned because next week I have an author as a guest on my show who wrote the book Supernatural Weight Loss. And she talks about her journey of partnering with the Holy Spirit to help her lose weight. It's pretty awesome. We recorded it months ago. I thought it was perfect for January. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss that episode and a few others that are coming. The CEO of Frownies is also going to be on the show. We got a great lineup. So, I'll see you guys this month in January. Come find me on Instagram. Until then, at Java with Jen. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. Listen, let's stay connected. Come follow me on Instagram at Java with Jen, where you can follow the latest and say hey. It's a really great way to stay in touch. Many of you have also asked how you can support the show. You can make donations through the Anchor app or on Patreon, or of course, by sharing, rating, and reviewing on social media and iTunes as well. Your heartfelt feedback always reminds me why I do this. Also, don't miss our merch store where you can get super cool Java with Jen swag and coffee. Find it at javawithjenmerch.com. Until next time, remember... Hearing God's voice is simple, and He wants to be a part of your everyday life. See you next week.